Yeah. Glorious, glorious, glorious. Volume 3. We back, we back, we back. Actually, before I get to say we, I'm going to just say I am back for this particular episode, volume, if you want to call it. You know, my co-host ain't here. He out there making some real money. Anya Malik. So, we got a special guest. This particular volume, she's going to be a special guest guest hosts, whatever, you know what I mean, whatever kind of substitution you want to put in there, but we haven't got the video podcast yet, so y'all, y'all can't really tell that, you know, she's looking very delicious here today, uh, <laughs> very delicious, very delicious. I would like to introduce the So Wait What podcast. Uh, I'd like to introduce Courtney Banks. What's up, Courtney Banks? Hi. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm pretty good, you know. I'm pretty good. How are you? How are you? Terrible. (laughs) I hate when people... Are you actually really good? Yeah. Um, no. But I I like to look at it like this. I mean, I I got brothers... I got one probably somewhere asking, like, for money in front of a store or high off a crack. You know, I got another one, you know, probably slumped up somewhere with a shotgun. You know what I mean? you're saying relatively. Yes, there you go. And relative wise. But it's very (laughs) jarring if you... If you say to people, you know, people are like, oh, how are you? I've been saying for the past, like, whatever, two weeks, like, oh, shitty. <laughs> and people are like, okay, oh, okay. I'm like, you know, well, that's, it just throws people off so much because you're supposed to just be agreeable, you know? Especially in this town because it's mostly passive aggressive. You probably say oh. that. I'm like, oh, see, because it's a the thing. They probably feel the same way as you, but they got this big smile on their face. And it's like, ah, it's like a place car, like, like. You know, just put smile here no matter what, you know, how you feel. That's pretty much how L.A. is. But I, I ain't going to say I feel shitty. I got a lot of uh, great things going on, and I got a lot of fucked up things going on. But they balance it out to where I'm like, you yeah. know what, I'm all right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I I'm all right. Um, but we're going to get to all the buffoonery and stuff like that. Uh, first of all, let's talk about you. Now, the best thing that I like about this particular episode is me and Courtney are not really 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 familiar with each other you know we we had a middleman in between we this booking <laughs> we just met so uh we're gonna get to know each other on air live you know and i'm gonna try not to edit this particular podcast so let's let's just see what happens um so where are you from where are you originally from uh i'm from stafford virginia all right um, uh so that's it's like a small town near it's like 45 minutes below dc Okay, so... Um, but it was real redneck and, and real white. Oh, all right, all right. Well, uh, I just want the listeners to know, um, regardless of how her voice sounds, she is not a white girl. <laughs> you are, you know, it's two minorities on the air right now. What I am, is? I am black. What is your ethnicity? I'm black, but the thing is, so uh, my mom actually just did the 23andMe thing where you do the swab and you send it off and they tell you what you are. All right. So... Her side of the family is super, super light. That so much that they look white. Okay. But that have you ever heard? You know the term "passing" for black people. Uh, like is that like passing to be white? Passing to be white. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I've heard that. The day, down the south, down south, right, right. Where we lived, um, my mom's whole side of the family—that was their way of life. They because back in the day, it was if you had a drop of black blood, then you're black. You yeah. know, and the paper bag test, all kinds of things. So my mom's side of the family, uh, I mean, they like, you know, marry their cousins and whatever they could do to stay to stay light. They wanted to make sure they can use that whites only bathroom. I feel you. Yeah. Must have been much cleaner. They so like, my <laughs> mom got in trouble for marrying my dad. Was that was, her cousin? No, it was a black guy. Oh, <laughs> so all right. oh. A black guy from down down the road in the next town. So her aunt stopped talking to her and all kinds of stuff. Was he darker than a than a paper bag or yes oh was he a plat was he like a glad bag dark or like how dark was he (laughs) i mean he's like just a regular looking brown guy you know he's like smooth like he was very handsome i would have i would have fallen for it (laughs) all right all right well how where is he at now is he still alive yes okay all right so do you all have a good relationship yeah i talk to my parents several times a week all right so not only is courtney banks our first female guest on this show I'm going to say that she's also the first female guest that don't have daddy issues. Or do you? I don't. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But I still have dating problems. I I, I I hate this myth of like, oh, well, 
you know, if you have issues with your dad, it's difficult to date you. I feel like guys like dating girls with daddy issues <sighs> because then there's like a sense of they need protection, they need care, whatever. And my mom pays for it. My mom makes more money. Like she, you know, helped my dad do his dreams. Oh, you got a house father. I like that. Yeah, a house husband. He, we, we, that's why me and my dad are so close. We would hang out all the time. We'd mow the lawn together, play basketball, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, damn, your daddy was living a dream. For, yes, damn. he really did. He made he it to the is. top. He made it to the top. So yeah. he the one who be checking the mail and all that. The mm-hmm. house be all clean. He be cooking. She get home. He be like, you know, dinner's ready and all oh, that. But like, my mom would <laughs> still have to cook dinner. She oh. was a robot. So damn, he really was living a life. He yeah. like, look, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to sit in this motherfucker. If my dad gives me any shit, I'm like, listen, you've had a pampered life. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> damn, has your dad ever put his hands on you? That's like attack. He'd, yeah. I was about to say that's like attack your manhood type. Like if that, <laughs> I don't know if I was like a drunkard, you know, I don't hit a woman, but I can see you saying the wrong thing to him and be like, <laughs> shut up. Well, this, yeah. no, I feel like <laughs> right. I feel like sometimes. Everybody needs to be at least slapped in the face. Ooh, ooh. I, I think man I or woman, because sometimes people will get so bold to say stuff that they do, are not aware of the consequences. And my dad, I remember I was like 16 or 17 or you're rebellious or whatever. And he was like, OK, keep keep testing me. And I was like, oh, OK, I will. Oh. <laughs> and he smacked me in the face and I was like, I was being a bitch. And see, your daddy, your daddy brown skin, you got that white girl accent. That shit probably got to him even more. Like, you probably sound like a woman that fired his ass one day from a job or something like that. Like, you was probably like, you know, okay, I will. He was like, look. And he probably started talking to you about shit you ain't got nothing to do with. I told you, I've been trying to come to work every day on time. You got to keep going, right? You know what I mean? Bringing up those repressed memories. Yeah, I know he and he he went through the civil rights era. That accent probably got to him heavy, huh? Now, where did you get the accent from? Is it from your mom? Did you go to school? Do I have the... an accent? What's my accent? It's like uh, Caucasianist. Like I, now, look, I say certain words with the Caucasianist type accent to it. Like what you know words? What I mean? All right, you know, I will. When you said that. <laughs> it, Hey, Adrian, you, I mean, Adrian, the engineer here, when she said, I will, did it come off sort of, sort of, yeah, you know, it was like, you know. It was- I guess it's, it's, to me, because my, my blackness has always been in question, you know, because I was usually. Like right now. The, like right now, as it <laughs> normally is. But it's, to me, it's like, it would be so much more fake for me to pretend. Like my brother was really in, who's way lighter than I am. He loves like go-go music, which is big in D.C. And like, yeah. um, you know, he was always just, I think, trying to c- prove his blackness more and like would change the way he talked. And to me, it sounded stupid because I was like, we're in the most country hickish town ever. We obviously don't talk okay. like that. So to me, I just feel like I know I'm black. I'm not going to put on anything because that to me would be like enforcing a stereotype of what black people are supposed to be. We're multifaceted just like every other race. So that's very this true. Is who I am. Adrian, you got some Beyonce. We want let me see if she really black. Like no, just <laughs> <laughs> throw on some Beyonce. Let's find White out how black love you are. Beyonce. You know? White women I'm, love Beyonce. Lately, lately they've been having problems with her cuz she's, she's been like she's perf- been talking about how black she Right. Is. <laughs> and it's like, "Wait a minute. You're black?" Oh my god. You know, Beyonce's racist. Yes. Like, yes. yeah, they have been coming at her. Uh, they have been coming at her. But this is great. Um, and, you know, I ain't, I don't have a problem with your accent. You know, I, I feel like it definitely fits the environment. I used to have um, a southern accent. I just lost it. Me, like, okay, I'm from New York. So I used to have certain words. I still had that accent on. But since I came out here, yeah, it's, it's I went more to the uh, Wayne Wayne Brady type. Type style, you know. I have oh a Wayne Brady God, side to like me. Wayne Brady? No. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, but I it don't. Do. <laughs> no, it's not bad. So I don't want. You know, I ain't making it like. Oh, she talk. Well, this is the one thing I don't like. Though I don't like when people try to say there's no such thing as a black person sounding like a white person. It is what it is. Well, mm-hmm. look, if you have white, we all know wiggers. You have white people that sound like black people or that talk black. Right. So I mean, come on, man. It, you have black people that sound like white people. It is what it is. A lot of times they're raised like you in like near white people, so it's totally understandable. Um, I went to I didn't I wasn't raised in a white neighborhood. I was raised in one of the worst black neighborhoods, but I went to high school with white people. Mm-hmm. So I got like a white mic and a black mic that I use like like you but know. But see, isn't that doesn't isn't that exhausting to have to 
exist in two different like to me when you say you're when people say to me people would say that for sure like you you sound like you're trying to sound white I've only always tried to sound how I sound to me it's a testament to my mother was even though she looked white one of the first black women first black people to integrate her high schools in where she lived Ooh. and she looked white and she still got spat at and still got called names. And you know, my, my, my dad's side of the family, they'll tell me about the segregation that they live through. And so like I was talking to them, I loved, we do this a lot in my family where after Thanksgiving or Christmas, when we're at the dinner table, we'll talk about topics. And I was wow. asking them about, how they felt about the use of the N-word because there, a few years ago there was this big thing where, you know, we were like, we're just going to take it back. You know, we're going to make this our, this is what we do. This is our thing. And I asked them what they thought about it. And they were like, you know, honestly, remembering getting spat at called being called the N-word, it's not something I find empowering. It's not something that I personally think why, is that great why you torture them like that now you know it's something different in their time and all that they would hear the <laughs> word sure. but I <laughs> and you torture them like, like that <laughs> i I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna try I'm, I'm not gonna try to please anybody i am who i fucking am so you know i do feel like i have to prove that i'm black a lot of times no but i also do feel like i have to correct white people a lot of times if they say that i sound white because that means that you're then saying black people can't be educated or you know it's just like there's a lot of stuff behind that just sentence it's more notice i said accent now like me i i use you know i'm very articulate at times Mm -hmm. i don't there's nothing i can say to really sound like a white guy uh Like Barack Obama, he's very articulate. It's right. more of an accent thing. So I'm, I didn't when I say that, it's not like, oh, if you sound educated and you speak articulate, you sound like white people. No, I, when I say that, it, to, with me, it's more accent. Okay. And like I said, it's nothing wrong. Me, For me, I have a tad bit of white mic in me, but for me, What's it's What's your more, white mic sound like? Sort of like how I'm talking. Okay, it's like this. <laughs> like if I had a nine-to-five job and, you know, I go on, hey, how's it going? My name is Michael Scott. Uh, yes, uh, you know, I've been doing IT tech for uh, six, seven deep. years. <laughs> you know, I'm, I still sound like a black guy, but it's more, you know, and it doesn't take that much. Uh, it doesn't take that much. How can I say this? I don't have to think about it. It's nat- I've been right. doing it so long. It's natural. Like, I'm going to tell you what my mom used to do. My mom would like, the phone would be ringing and she'd be like screaming at us. Oh, I know that kitchen better be clean. If I come back in that kitchen, that clean. Hello, the Scotch residence. Oh, yeah. So I was raised like. You know, seeing that even when like a white guy used to come to our door, like, you know, I stayed in the all black neighborhood. So white people only came to our neighborhood neither to cut somebody's like lights or power off or to turn off some kind of services or somebody getting arrested. And like, yeah, that's the only time they came in our neighborhood. And like my all my brothers, they got felonies. I'm the only one that don't. So, like, when a white guy came to the door, everybody's scurrying, like, oh, God, yo, it's a white dude at the door. Like, mom, it's a white guy at the door. My mom used to come to the door like she was, like, Native American on some negotiation shit. Like, hey, how's it going, sir? How may I help you? Like, it used to be, like, it used to be real scary. Like, but um, I've been conditioned, I guess, from a child, like, just when I see one of them, and it's not disrespectful. Like, I, one of my best friends now is white, but I don't have to be white Mike around him. But right. most white people, when I first see them, my natural instinct is to be like, hey, how's it going? My name is Michael Scott. And a lot of them don't like that. It's almost like, you ever see the, the clip when Barack Obama go around shaking all the white people and then you get and to the black, the black dude? Guy, yeah. yeah, and like, hey, <laughs> it's sort of like that. And it's like dabs, yeah. It ain't no disrespect. It's almost like you have a guard up. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't have but no But you're, you, you do those things for other people's comfortability. Yeah, uh, actually... It's There's more nothing wrong with that. For it's for me, it's more for myself until I figure you out. Yeah. Until I yeah. figure out are you you cool or not. Like I don't like. Let's get to that N word you was talking about. This generation, they have made that a big deal. Like I mean, with me, uh, when I when we was growing up, we of course used the word, but like when like I won't say a Puerto Rican, I won't say that when a white guy would walk in a room or something like that then we wouldn't use a word and we would switch up the way we talk. They don't really do that anymore, man. No, it's just straight. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, like, they got Japanese dudes call another Japanese dudes nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and I will say living out in, in, you know, in L.A., you know, offense Adrian, for me, the gray line is the Mexicans. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've had situations when I've been in, like, a liquor store and, like, a group of Mexicans coming to me, hey, what's up, my nigga? 
And like that really offends me. It throws me. you. It offends you don't me. Know how to? Because I think in in there's like maybe a kinship or some way in terms of how we're treated in society that I think makes it seem better. But just I think black people think about black history, and that's where we get the ownership of being able to use that word. No, right. I feel like all of us are like. N word judges. Like every time somebody that's not black uses that word, we take a minute and, and become a judge and be like, all right, which way was he using it in the sentence? You know what I mean? Because whenever someone that's not black says that word, you know they can double, it's a double meaning. Sometimes it's cool. And, you know, Adrian, correct me if I'm wrong. I have to, I have to make you part of this podcast today. Co- correct me if I'm wrong. There are Mexicans that can, can get mad and then use that word and then it means something else. And see, that's why I don't really like other races. You know, I got in a real intense situation, maybe like five years ago, where it kind of switched. After I got out of the situation, it kind of switched the way I looked at the word. Like I, I was in North, North Hollywood, not mm-hmm. too far from here. Uh, and liquor store, it was like five or six young Mexicans came up to me, man. I, I was buying some backwoods, and it's like, hey, my nigga, wait, what's a back? What's backwoods? It's one of the. It's like the champagne of blunts. For weed, mm. it's like the champagne and cigars. Like, so you buy them and then you cut them and then you use the stuff. No, 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 no. That that's the niggerish. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's the niggerish cigars. These are the champagne one. They like they almost like two dollars a piece. Uh, they burn very slow, taste good, but you unwrap it. Then you take the tobacco out. Right. And I don't want to give a tutorial on this on the air. Just, okay, that that was a good enough education. Yeah, I got it. Uh, okay, um, so these guys come in. Yeah, they was like, oh, oh, them them good blunts, my nigga. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm like, I don't really know you to call me that wetback. I said, just like that, you know. I look differently at the word now. Uh, and they was like, hey, you know, you can call us wetback. What you mean by that? I'm like, yo, I mean exactly what I said by that. Just like, dude, I don't know you coming up to me calling me nigga. So, like, maybe, like, two or three of them got real mad. One of them opened up the jacket. I would have gotten mad if you said that to me. <laughs> no, nah, well, see, here's the thing. I don't, do you understand that there's some blacks, and I ran into one two weeks ago, but there are some blacks that don't like you calling them nigga. Right. How am I going to let you, and you're not even black, just walk up to me and just call me nigga? Well, the, the, the problem is, and this is why I don't say it, is because where I was raised, if I say nigger, I say nigger. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you I got that like accent. White, I, I, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable put, with you saying it now. I put like, the hard ER on it because <laughs> I was raised around rednecks. That's how I learned. And the only time my, I've ever heard my parents say it um, is if, I remember my mom so distinctly. My parents are super religious. They never, they never cuss. They never do anything. But my brother was being really lazy or, or whatever. I think he got. I think he might have got in trouble. Maybe he got like in a drunk tank or something. And they, they, uh-huh. they my mom was like, "You being such a nigger." And I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit!" You know, like that's how I learned. See, it, it was, so, it was. It was used both ways in your household. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't used that. Uh, I think my mom a couple times. I've only heard my mom cuss twice. Like, my, when my mom had me, she became, like, born-again Christian. Mm. So I've only heard her cuss two times in my life, and I think one of those times it was the hard nigger. But that's the a, thing. I think that that's the, the difference is that we make this distinction between having the ER or not, and so then other people think if they're like, oh, well, I'm not saying it. With a hearty, I'm saying it like in a in a in a brotherly way with the A because of rap and because of how we've tried to like take it back and all this stuff. I think that's where it gets confusing. And see, that's what happened with me in that situation. Like one of the dudes ended up opening a jacket and they had a gun. Holy so shit. right, but they don't know. Like I ain't about to get into my whole family history, but there's only really one guy that I look up to, you know, cause I'm, I just, I'm in my thirties now. So there ain't too many grown ass men that I look up to. Like I want to be like, if anything, I want to be that dude that younger motherfuckers look up to. But mm-hmm. I still look up to my bigger brother. Who's like three, four years older than me. I saw a dude pull out a gun in my brother's face to his face like that. And I seen him knock it out, pick up the gun and pistol whip the motherfucker. Holy you shit. see what I'm saying? So just somebody showing me a gun, that don't make me afraid. So when he did that, made me more mad. I'm like, dude, don't show me no gun and you're not going to do nothing with it. You see what you I'm saying? You to pull it out. Yeah, I'm like, yo, do something. Like, dude, you, you in the store pulling out a gun, and I was close enough to him where I could have reached him right. and, and grabbed a hold of him. Now, and you look I, like you have a long reach. You look, yeah, you, I could, I could touch, I could yeah. probably touch your chest from here. But that's reach. like, I ain't mean that to come off like sexual or anything <laughs> no, like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the point that I'm saying is, I did all that in the adrenaline. When I got outside to the car, it was like, you know what? 
you know, I'm I'm going out of my gangster years. And it's like, it's, that's when I was first starting to think about doing comedy. And it's like, you know, that's when I was still having dreams. Like, one of my daydreams was if somebody pulled a gun out on me and then I knocked him and got the gun and I get I could kill a nigga for free card. You know what I mean? Because somebody pulled a gun out on you, you knock it and get it, you can kill them. You make the paper, you know, you get your gangster car, but don't go to jail. I mean, at that time, that was still like a, a dream for me. So after my drilling went down, it was like, yo, I really could have died for that word. And then I had to go deeper in that. I had to go deeper in that. They doing that because these niggas in L.A. is letting them do it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, I even heard these niggas switch up here. I ain't about to start talking about L.A. niggas because I fucks with a lot of them. But these niggas switch up here. You know, now a lot of them, because I guess on Facebook now, they see how other niggas feel. But before this Facebook shit was, was big here, a lot of niggas here didn't give a fuck about that word. And if they saw you fighting over somebody outside of that being black calling you the N-word, they, they wouldn't do shit. So I looked at it like, yo, if I ever get into a fight over that word, I'm going to be fighting by myself. Right. I ain't doing shit. So it, ever since that incident, I got out of it, out of the, out of it, out of the, what is it, the, the hairs of my chinny chin chin. <laughs> Now I don't really trip on, you know, I may give you an old man, you know, I ain't old, but I may give you an old man lecture, like how old man would come at me about, hey, young man, you using that word. So, you know, I've had a couple times where I done pulled maybe somebody that wasn't black, maybe, you know, I had an Asian dude call me that word, like, yo, man, you got to be careful. You pulled him aside and said something. Yeah, like, you got to be careful using that word, like, I ain't going to do nothing to you. You know, 10 years ago, I might have tried to bang on you right now, but I'm older now, but you can't just be going around calling people that word. I think it's something that happens with just getting older i think you start caring less about certain things and you know who you are because i remember when i was younger and people would say it it would you know your whole world is shattered like you're just you're angry you want to retaliate you want to be able to because they're trying to demean you yeah and and so you want to be able to stand up for yourself and i think the older you get Plus the way that we in, we as a society have kind of tried to adapt it, it's not as harsh. But I do think it's still important to pull people aside and be like, you can say it, but, you know, there are consequences. There are going to be yeah. people who are not like me who right. might hit you in the <laughs> right. fucking face. That's exactly what I do. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm cool. But it's some gangsters out there, dude, that you may run into them and use that word. You know, but anyway, let's get more back on you now. Uh, you are all black, you know, passing, but you are all black. <laughs> So what kind of guys, like, do you date black guys? Uh, uh -oh. I've never dated a black guy. Uh-oh, here we go. Here we go, Adrian. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's why I love this kind of shit. So you do mean it when you say nigga. Like, <laughs> okay. I, See, that's what I'm talking about. Here we uh, go. I, I don't. Wait a minute. You ain't never been dicked down by a, a brother? No. Oh, Lord. And, and oh, I think that there's... Lord. There's this one black guy. He's super. John, do you know Jonathan Tumblin? You know him? Yeah, I know Jonathan Tumblin. Yeah, I that's think a he's of so mine. gorgeous. Oh, you like Jonathan Tumblin? That's what's yeah. up. Yo, shout out to Jonathan Tumblin. We got to get you on this show. Who this nigga up on that neck? He's very mm. good looking man. Mm. But I think what it is is that now everybody knows I haven't hooked up with a black guy yet. So now I feel like there's a lot of pressure. So now I get nervous. See, I'm on that ass right now. Like, <laughs> yo, she done turned into a sheet with me. I'm a wolf. You see, let me wipe the drool off my mouth right now. I'm like, who's going to be the first nigga? Like, <laughs> who's going to be the first one? You should be scared, man. Yo, yo, since you ain't been with a black dude yet, yo, that shit probably tight. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> what guys have big dicks too? Yeah, I was just fucking around. <laughs> hey, yo, that shit probably tight, though. Yeah. <laughs> yo, if I find out that you fucked Jonathan Tumbling or another black dude, that's the first question. Yo, was that shit tight? That's the first question I'm gonna ask. Yo, I don't want to get all up in your business and all that. Yo, but was it tight though? You know what I mean? Like, oh my. So God. wow, you ain't. So here you go talking about you are definitely black and you ain't even been dicked down by a brother. Them white boys in turn. I'm so sorry, you don't went through I some anal though. Real what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Saving, saving anal for marriage. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, because I, I, you know, I like sex and I've had sex with a lot of people and I want, like if me and my husband were walking down the street one day and we ran into a person I used to hook up with, I want to be able to go, but I got that ass. 
You know, I want that for him. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. You want it to be something to. You know what? I respect that, Courtney. I think that that's yo. This nice. this episode is about to get hot in a minute, though. <laughs> but I really respect that. You want to keep something pure. Yeah, of you so where it's I like, all right, I fucked that dude. I fucked that dude, but he ain't fucked me in the ass though. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. I like, I like that shit. Yo, I mean, some <laughs> girls don't even give a fuck. They don't want to keep no parts of them. Like, yo, I like that shit though. Like, I like. I, I gotta find me a chick like that. That's like, yo. I mean, you're black. I might have fucked that dude and that dude and that dude. But, but he fucked me in the mouth and I swallowed though. Exactly. <laughs> there, there are a few like I don't like. I would say if you come, like it's got to be below the neck. And the last you guy, never been came in the face. Well, so th- I think this might this might be why I'm taking this breakup so hard. But oh, you you just broke up with it. So you want a rebound? Just, this guy just broke up with me. Yeah. How long ago was this? Two weeks. He, he dumped Man. me right before Valentine's. You want a rebound? That's no strings attached time. That's no string, man. It's always no strings attached time with me. Uh, oh, yo, I just want to tell you right now, you can be a guest host on this show at any time. <laughs> like, I would like to make you the primary. Or like, if anybody cancel, I know you're doing podcasts. It ain't got nothing to do with the stuff you just said. It ain't got nothing to do with the stuff you just said. If you ever want to be, uh, y'all hear it right now. This part would not be edited out. Courtney you Banks. Not edit this. Courtney Banks, she does a lot of podcasts, and it got nothing to do with what we just talked about. If I have, like, I you got another out-of-town joint, you know what I mean, and I need a guest host on here. I would love to. Yeah, it's going to be you. It is going to be you. I would love to. You know. Um, you got to get to the truth. You know, people hide. We live in such a society where everybody, everything is about presenting yourself looking the best, you know, living the best life. So I, which I think makes me look maybe crazier than i am it's just I, no I I, I, okay be honest this is know? great this is great because this actually fits into some of the stuff that i wanted to talk about it just going this is just flowing so great right now <laughs> um we're this is mostly a liberal place so mm-hmm. there is a new generation i want to say a new generation but i will say in the last three years this shit is new to me of women um it's great we can talk about this now women who don't believe it's a such thing as being a slut like there's no like they shouldn't be judged how guys should be judged and I sort of agree with that but I think it's a line. What is your feelings I, on that? I love that you asked that because I ask this yeah. all the time. Hold on, let me what, get some wine. You know, th- <laughs> yes, please refill. Because it's like, what makes you a slut? I ask that question all the time, and nobody it, to me. And this is a person who's had a lot of sex, but no, th- there have been very few people who could really be like, yeah, but you're a slut. Okay. I, I think that it's not about your sexual activity. I think it's the way in which you carry yourself. Mm. To mm. me, it's about the actions afterwards. Are you spreading that stuff around? Are you... I think, like, you know, for me, every time that I hook up with somebody, it's because, you know, I met them and we talk and it's charming and there's, like, a little whatever that happens. And then, you know, I don't have to... There's just a way in which you can carry yourself. Which looks um, like you have some respect for yourself. This charming thing, uh, does it usually, you know, start off the way this first half an hour of this podcast <laughs> has been going? Like, yeah, Because just... <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Let me share some truth about myself. Uh, I used to be an STD counselor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I used to be the motherfucker to be like, yo, you got herpes. Yo, your test came back. You, would, you, you were like syphilis. the Maury Povich of STDs. I was, yes. <laughs> you were like, you do have herpes and, and it <laughs> and it oh yep it was just like that <laughs> and it fucked me up it did not in a bad way like the number of chicks that i've had sex with since um have dropped dramatically because i'm afraid because i saw some bras where it's like you know what if you had told me right now i want you to fuck me raw dog i would fuck you and right now i'm about to tell you you got herpes you see what i'm saying so it really fucked me up like i'm gonna be real with y'all this morning this this is how coincidental this is this morning i just got my results back from my last test you know i take i get tested every because you know i'm older now i don't really like using condoms i'm just gonna be real yeah. so the first couple times i would fuck a chick we will use condoms and then i if i really like fucking her and i want to keep going i'm gonna be like yo you gotta go get tested i'm gonna get tested and like Shit, I mean, you ain't got to show, you know, tell people, you know what I mean? But I, I I, get it on my phone. Like, I got an app. 
My ex-boyfriend told me uh, what first uh, first time I saw him since he broke up with me. <clears throat> he was like, I was going to um, text you on Monday and tell you uh, that I'm clean. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? He, And I was like, well, I'm glad. What? Why? Why would you say that? And he was like, well, yeah, I didn't text you because it would have sounded so crazy, like out of context. Like I was. Why would I need to tell you that? But he just had an annual checkup. He just normally well, gets tested. Look at my shit. See, I'm going to tell you just right now. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I got an app. It comes on the app. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It comes on the app. That is crazy. I'm probably slowly dying of syphilis. This is no. so <laughs> <exciting>. <laughs> uh, Y'all can't see her right now, but she looking at my phone, looking at my latest results. You know what I mean? But if you scroll up, you'll see I consistently get tested. Now, there's one where you're going to see June and then August. I was fucking with a whole chick. And I was like, yo, I got to go quicker than what I usually go. You know what I mean? So you were so why why fuck somebody if you were scared? Um, well, I was drunk and it was in the heat of the moment, but it wasn't that. We had already started fucking. So I'm going I'm to help you with that breakup. You should not feel bad about. Nah. Well, I mean. Did I, you put I anything was, up his ass? Like, was he asking you to put shit up his ass? No, I put his. I, I, his wallet. I put his wallet in the toilet and I oh, peed okay. on it. Uh, and then he wanted what? That was sexual or that was revenge shit? No, I was just pissed because I, I like to talk that is to pissed. about shit and 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 it, <laughs> that is pissed. It was literally and allegedly through my cell phone through his window. Damn! But oh, I, you on? So you one of them crazy motherfuckers? Like you, you like your hair pulled, huh? <laughs> you like your hair pulled? No, because sometimes I wear a wig and that really hurts. So. <laughs> <laughs> she is black. I like that. She black. She black. You can't really pull my hair. I I like that. You no, know, just maybe don't touch it too much. So damn, this motherfucker can't show his ID to anybody. Like if he get pulled over anytime soon and he get an ID and the cops smell that shit just for picking that shit up and smell like piss. Oh, get out of the car. You know what I mean? Like get out of the car. You know. Uh, I can be petty sometimes. When the last time you've been? All right, we ain't gonna go into that. Like we. Not, I, I, <laughs> I was say when the last time you've been tested. Not since we was with my boyfriend. So. All right, all right. I also haven't done anything since my boyfriend. So it was only two weeks. Oh, so ago. you've been a good girl. I made out with somebody last night, so that's. All right, was obviously it wasn't a black dude. <laughs> obviously, it wasn't a black dude. I said I haven't had sex with a black dude. That doesn't. But no, it wasn't. You're right. Yo, Jonathan Tumblr, man. Yeah, we we really need waspy. your we need your Twitter handle for this this show, man. You you got to pop her black cherry. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to, you know what I mean? Now I'm gonna be too like nervous about it. With Jonathan Tumbling? Yeah. All right, didn't mean then. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own place. You ain't like ain't nobody you gonna hear like, you okay, scream. I'll do it. Who this nigga up on that neck? No, I know. It's like, all right, you know, none of you guys want to step up to the plate. I don't know what's going on with you, Jonathan. You know, I will be the guy <laughs> to do sweet. it. He's sweet. You know, um, but I always like being the first black dude to do some shit. I ain't gonna lie. Like, really? I, yeah, I wanted to be the well, I wanted to be the first black dude to go to Mars. I signed up to go to Mars. I did. But you like being the first black dude is with with like a white chick. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of European chicks. Like, I live not too far from Hollywood Highland where all the tourists is at. Yeah. Like, if I could hold up a sign, like, if you ain't never had black dick, safe black dick, you know, come fuck with me. Like, I, you know, I got my, my you know, that's why I always get tested. I show a girl right on there, hey, nothing wrong with me, you know what I mean? I got, you know, and I'll send you back home. Well, you see, not have, you know, like. I think it's also, like, um. Yeah, you have to get, you know, you're fucking around foreign countries. and Ah, uh, the French chicks, I don't really fuck with the French chicks. They I do not like French guys. I they, they smell. Like, it's just a strong, like, you know, because they don't really, they only believe in taking, I ain't gonna lie, scientists say that this is what you're supposed to do. It's just too European for me, but they only take, like, showers, like, once, twice a week. Mm. And it's like. It's true, you shouldn't, I mean, I don't shower as, I don't shower every day, I think. All right. That, Cause you over your skin loses a lot of moisture. That is very true. That is very true. But there's something about for me, it's French dudes. They're, I just picture them like saying poems, and to me, that's so. <laughs> nothing grosses me out more than like that. Oh, some Pepe Le Pew shit. Like I can't. Yeah, I can't handle it. I'd rather you just like say something witty or like snarky to me than like, you're so beautiful and your eyes and like, ugh. ugh. I mean, you know, I done lost that. I, I Maybe I need to find somebody that pulled that out of me. But I, I say shit like, you know, 
like if I see a girl like standing a certain kind of way or looking at me a certain kind of way, I, you know, I'll walk up to her. I've done this a few times and be like, yo, would you look at me the same way if I if I was if I was looking you and I let you come in my mouth? You can't just say that. Yo, I have not yo, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't say that to every girl, but I'm ten and oh with that. It's it's pretty much starts off with you eye fucking a chick. But that's really I think why I haven't hooked up with a black guy because of the the way they try to initiate. So, like, instead of it being, like, coy, we don't know we're going to fuck, even though you guys know you're going to fuck. The first two minutes, y'all know. But, right, okay, but let me... you don't have to, like, you can't make it clear then because then it's too... The romance part of it is lost. No, I'm going to tell you what I do. I do the same thing I do with my comedy. I send them down a the road. I like to call this road Dawson's Creek. I send them down a the road. I, 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 I white mic them up. Hey, how's it going? You know, where do you work at? You know, da 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 And once I get them in the groove of Dawson Creek, it get real dark. You see what I'm saying? But I fill them out. Are you out at the bar at this point, or would you be at home? Because to me, it happens in the first, like, five seconds. Nah, you can't do that. Nah, you can't do that. Especially in L.A., like, all these feminists, all these feminists, you can't do that. But see, that's what I, that's how it works for me. Because I fuck them first. You know, I'll I'll fuck him first for a while. Then I'll pull out white mic on him. You know, uh, sometimes with white chicks, I don't make it with white mic because they look at it like, you know, I was really looking for a gangbanging black dude to really get (laughs) fucked. And they they think I'm not that when I am that. It's just I'm being nice to them. You see what I'm saying? But like uh, many times with the white chicks, I put them through like two hours of white mic. And then I'll say some shit like, you know. Uh, you know, I'd let you come in my mouth, and then they start flipping their hair back. And they go, <laughs> they start turning all red, and then that's it. You, but I never hit have, them in the you first. You said to a woman, you would let her come in your mouth before you've hooked up. Uh, yeah, twice this year I've said it. And, and, that and but it wasn't in like the first five minutes. It was like after they th- already thought. Like I was just some. I guess yeah yeah okay yeah if it if it's later on and like we've been talking and like maybe you said it I'd be like oh he's just joking but like I do want him to come in my mouth you know like I would. And guess what? That's just a uh, that's <laughs> just a that is just a um a smoke screen. I have not let either one of them chicks come in my mouth yet. Like oh one come in your let, mouth or yeah come in, you come in their mouth. No, come in my mouth. One I let her come in my mouth. Like why is that such the. Isn't that like the whole stereotype that black guys don't go down on, on women? Well, that's why I, I, I hit them with that. And I know women did like you, my lips. Did you go down on them? Not the first one. The second one I did. The first one still is like, you know, and saying, you don't let me come in your mouth like you told me when we first met. And you know what I mean? <laughs> See, you can't. I don't trust anything, guys. <laughs> And, well, you know, put it like this. I, it ain't too much. You ever heard the term? It ain't too much my my, my two, three-inch tongue could do that my, you know, my tennis dick can't. Uh, have you ever heard the reality of um, there are a lot of things that your tongue can do that your dick can't? I know. So. I know. Because you can fill out the <laughs> That's click. basically it. My dick can't really fill out the click like that. You know, I mean, yeah, your, your balls we, bang against it. But, like, you we, know, we, we getting are... real dirty on this show. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. We supposed to go into politics after this, man. Like politics are dirty too. Very know? true. Very we you know the president to grab the pussy, blah, 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 blah. So I guess it all fits in, you know. Um, so black guys do go down on women. I'm gonna tell you like this, the young black dudes will lick your ass the first night. They call it eating groceries wow. or something like that. They lick ass the first night. Now I don't really do that like that. If I know I you, would not no, you don't need to do that. If I know you for a while, for a while, while, like if I've been knowing you for months and we just like been fucking relationship fuck buddies, and we already taking showers together and shit like that, maybe after the shower I may hit you off. But I, um, me in particular, I get enticed to do that off of a certain kind of body style. Has a girl ever eaten your ass? Yeah. Really? That's not really my thing, all like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can say out of the dozens of women that I've dated, probably um, five or six. Since you are a female, let's be real: the comedy industry can be brutal for women. That's just facts. Yeah. Um, especially for women of minority, you know, uh, background. What are some of the worst things comedians have done to get in your pants? I I feel like nothing bad to like try to hook up with me. I feel like you know there been there there's like one con- the the thing that sucks 
this has nothing to do with being a woman of color. I think it's just being a woman is this, you know, when it's somebody who has a show shows interest in you and you are interested in being on that show and you have to let them down easily, you know, Ooh. that's we have to do so much emotion management that I feel like guys don't have to deal with. So that is what is the most difficult. I was uh, like partnered up with a girl. We were just, we got along great. We were doing mics together all the time. And she thought that every time somebody was nice to us, that they wanted to fuck us. And I was like, no, I was being nice. (laughs) But like, let's say we go to the comedy store and they'd let me in and not check my ID. And then they'd be like, oh, can we see your ID? And then she'd get mad. And they do that with me, man. Come and on. And she'd be like, well, it's because they want to fuck you. Is this and a white chick? No, she's black. All right. Sorry, white girls. And, <laughs> and, she, and I'd be like, okay, right. But, like, I, I, I come out and I talk to all of the door guys or I talk to the security people. Like, I know about, you know, like, this guy built a casket for his dad's funeral like you know like Damn. i talk to people because i like I, you like just like when i work in restaurants i always talk to the people in the kitchen instead of the people at the front because they're more interesting to me so i would be like well no that's not accurate but because she is like a chubbier sassier black girl she's more accepted you know so yeah, you're, 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 yo. I, it's just, I'm not going to conform to, I like going around with her because I was like, we can show people that black is multifaceted and that there are, we are multidimensional, just like everything else. Like, you know, you can have Whitney Cummings and Roseanne, but you, you can only have Wanda Sykes. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny or, that you, or Monique. It's funny that you say that because we're in a time that's more like that. And I'll tell you, as a guy, it ain't just the way you look, too. It's also if people know your comedy style. Like, um, if I was a coon comic mm-hmm. and there's certain clubs and places where that is desired more, where you will move up fast if you are a coon comic. Now, I'd have – I don't it, give a it, fuck. Explain to everybody what you mean by that because to me, I'm thinking – for me personally – and maybe I'm thinking in the reverse, but to me, I'm like, basically, my friend, she was, she's funny. She's very funny, but I, I also think that she's giving into the comfortability of what white people are comfortable with. It's a black like, comic? I'm, I'm, yeah. And That's I'm, cool and comedy. I'm comfortable with a black girl being sassy and talking about her being chubby and all that stuff. But, like, if I talk about being empowered or, like, being pretty or using white guys, that's not something... That's familiar. So it's See, not something that's welcome. Yo, you are talking to the right motherfucker now. See, since I came into comedy, my main theme and uh, has been racism. You know, um, I kind of back off of it now because everybody talk about that now. And see, that that's what's so great about this and why I just stick. All right, let me first let, first let me explain what coon comic is. A coon comic, you know, what Courtney was just even talking about, if you're listening. A coon comic is a comic that... Pretty much, it's the easiest, as a black comic, it's the easiest form of comedy. You're pretty much self-deprecating uh, yourself and your race. You're talking, you just talking down on your race. And you're mostly doing it because you know that's what they would like to hear. You're pretty much saying what a racist white comic will want to say but can't. But it also, I think it's also in the style in which you say it. Like, you look at people who, you, who are already even validated. So, like, high energy. Like, really high energy. Like... It's just now that we're getting the Michael Chase. You know what I mean? Like, who can just be, like, kind of chill. But, like, everybody had to be at Eddie Murphy level because he was accepted. So then you see comics who try to emulate that. And it's like, is that really you or are you, there you just go. That's doing... Not, that's not them. Or are you just doing what you know is already going to be accepted? That, that's just not them. And and most of the time it's them knowing there's already going to be accepted. It's a fast track. I am not jealous First of all, I won't ever mention no names on who's doing that. It is a fast track, though, to get somewhere. Um, I am not jealous of any of those comics because I tell you what, I've seen it with my own eyes. They get on the fast track, and these clubs really get behind them, and they promote them, and they sell them to the masses. And you know what black people say? Get this dude the fuck out of my face. He don't represent me. 
You see what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, Hollywood, even no matter what you're doing behind closed doors, they only going to put a certain amount of money in you. You see what I'm saying? And if they cannot, you know, they may keep going. They may keep going depending on what you're doing behind me. I mean, I ain't going to get too deep in that. I ain't trying to edit too well, much I shit. Think, but. Well, I think it's, I think it's every... It's every black comic or, or any minority comic's job to do their best to be honest and be themselves. Because that's, that's exactly what it is. Like for me, like I'm not going to get up stage. I, I can't. I'm not going to be sassy. I've never been sassy in my fucking life. So like I've been bitchy. I can be a bitch. But it's a that's a different tone, you know. And I I think if it's if it's OK for there to be you know, so many different types of white comedian. It should be okay for there to be many different types of black comedians. Facts. Instead of just saying, oh, yeah, this is a black comedian, and then you think you know what you're going to expect. That, that shouldn't be the result. You shouldn't Facts. say, oh, this guy is, is coming up and he's black, which, first of all, you shouldn't say that. But, like, if you were to say that, and then you already have an idea in your mind what's going to happen. We should have as much adventure and as much possibility as anybody else. That's facts. That's facts. Um, I will say this because we getting we gonna get down to the third act of uh, this podcast. We ain't talked about no politics at <laughs> all. Like I ain't gonna lie, I kind of feel like I don't even want to go into politics. Uh, like because we we've talked about so many great things so far. This was definitely um, uh, more than I bargained for. <laughs> I, I, you know, shout out to Anya Malik. You know, my co-host. Uh, he's the one that booked you. I didn't know if this was gonna be boring or not. It definitely was not boring. Um, uh, good, good. I should have known it wasn't boring when I listened to hot chicks are not funny. Now, just so y'all know, I'm not like saying, yo, hot chicks are not funny. That is the name of Courtney Banks podcast. Hot chicks are not funny. And there's hot a point. Hot chicks aren't funny. Yeah. So I believe you are a hot chick. So you saying you're not funny? No, it's just, uh, I wanted to, when I started everybody, you know, like, didn't believe I was a comic or didn't believe I was really serious. And that's the stereotype that hot chicks aren't funny. And I, I wanted to own that before some person who actually believes that could take it. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I just think it's a funny, it's a, it's a gripping name and it's not something I believe in. Um, but it is, constantly brought up what we wear what how we you know are you showing too much boob are you whatever it's like ugh. oh you definitely had me laughing the show um <laughs> one of my favorite i don't know if i even want to call it uh hey i'm gonna call her a comedian she's not really that big on stand-up in fact i don't know maybe she does have a stand-up set out there i've never seen it but tina fey she's more improv mm, she is yeah. very funny to me and she is very hot you know, um, uh, Amy Schumer sometimes at the angle that you. Matter of fact, let me not even mention okay. her. I never. I'm. I'm getting to the point. I might work with her one day. I don't even want to. I'm gonna edit that out. You know what I mean? Well, no. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's fair. It, it, it's just that it, my issue is um, when we when we start to talk about what people look like and doing comedy. If you look at, you know, I've seen hot dudes do comedy, and women are all the more thankful that they're up there like wow you're funny and you're hot that's amazing i'll be getting that but you put much i'll be getting that (laughs) you put a fucking woman up there then it's like oh this bitch what she's gonna say (laughs) yeah that's really not that funny like everything you say is judged that much harder because i've been a non-comic watching a girl who is good looking go up and i remember just being like she better not be funny, you know? And it's like, uh, it's a little bit of jealousy in there. It's a knee jerk reaction there. And it's like, we have to, we have to retrain ourselves to understand that women are capable of being intelligent and beautiful we and sexy or what. And, and that comes in so many different ways. It doesn't have to be the stereotypical way or what, uh, this, what society sees as that. Well, I think being funny makes you sexy. So, well, go ahead and uh, tell us, I mean, this is all part of the podcast. Tell us what, you know, are some of the topics of your set? Like, what is your style like? Well, a lot of people question my ethnicity off the bat. So I have to, at some point, discuss that. So I have a joke in different ways. Well, I know that. you're not white. I can see you not white. <laughs> so what do they think? Right, you're Mexican? Or? It depends on how I do my makeup or how much I've been inside. Like, I've gotten Italian. I've gotten Indian. I've gotten... I can see Sicilian because uh, the more is... 
the yeah. Moors fucked Sicily up. Yeah. So I can see, gotten, you know, a thousand I mean, years of Moors. And, everything. You know. I, I, so many, when I moved to Los Angeles, so many people would come up to me and start speaking Spanish. And I'd be like, I can see that. Un poquito. <laughs> 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 and they were so dis- dis- disappointed. Um, but yeah, I talk about that. I like to talk about what what's happening in my actual life. Um, so lately I've been, I had some bits about my boyfriend, so now I'm trying to rework my sets. Oh, yo, put that emotion in there and talk. No, you can have bits about your ex and, uh, man, we will talk about that off, off, but I don't want to get no, you know, kind of comedian tutorial, but you can definitely keep that stuff in there. It's just the way you present it now. Um, is that the same dude that you gave a hand job in the movie theater or something like that? <laughs> Next no, to another couple? No, that's not him. That's not him. Damn, where that, that motherfucker at? He walked around happy as hell. He's... Like, dude, I dated this black chick one time. She gave me a hand job in the movie theater next to my boy. Yeah. You know, I think life is short. Do what you fucking want. Um, uh, he Can we go to the movies? San Diego, I guess. Uh, Can I take do you want to see movie? Get Out? Yes. <laughs> yes. I would like to see it? Get Out. No. Dude, I'm dead serious. phenomenal. You saw it's it? So ah, I got to go see it. I mean, I got Cody TV. I'm waiting for somebody to take it off their camcorder. And put it on, you know, Cody no, TV. No, you gotta go. You gotta, as a black person, we've got to, we've got to support. I know some of the comedians in that movie. I'm real cool with. You know, Little Rel was in that movie. He, he was like. Did he have a big role star. in that? Yeah. Mm. He was like so fucking funny. Oh, he was a comedian and, and a cop. He was a cop in that, right? He he worked for TSA. Okay, okay. That, I can't say too much because the jokes, but yeah. holy shit, it's really funny. I got to go check it out. Uh, shout out to you, Little Rel. I know you ain't probably listening to this, but I'm very familiar with Little Rel. <laughs> very familiar with him. Um, so he uh, was one of those one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> See what? I, I, I was joke, guys. Nah, Little Rel is actually uh, one of the up-and-coming comics that's going to be a great shining star He's um I you know I would like to call him a mentor of mine in this game. Uh maybe he don't feel mentor like to me. I really look up to Lil Rel a lot and um you know I hope the one day to to be mentioned alongside is somebody like Lil Rel. He's very talented, one of the best writers uh comedians and writers of our time now and I think he's only going to get bigger. Um but anyway, let's go into the politics side of uh of uh we going to end this with the politics side of it. Uh so, I guess I'll call this Marcia Lago. Um, <laughs> every time we come to this part of it, I always mess it up. Um, I ain't got too much, like, because we ain't got too much time left, so I can't really get into it. I, I, really? All right. Oh, is this the politics yes. theme song? This is the politics theme song. We get to the political side of things. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I guess one thing we can talk about before uh we get out of here is um trump signed an executive order to make it easier for mentally ill people to obtain guns now what is that about what is that like how do you feel about that are you for Uh, are you big gun rights activists are you not or um you know i i feel like everybody i i believe in the second amendment i think that we have the right to arm ourselves but we also have to think logically when we look at that in terms of when that bill was when that amendment was created people are talking about muskets people are talking you know we're not talking about large assault rifles 50 drum know? 50 drum on that right. ass <laughs> I, I think that that should definitely be limited and i think that by him signing something that would allow people with mental illness to purchase a any kind of assault rifle is ignoring the issue we have with mental health in this country. I mean, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Especially being a black person, I mean, we're not even allowed to talk to it in our fam- talk about it in our families. Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna say we're allowed. We just don't. It's like well, it's just it's like I know for me, like my sister has tried to kill herself. I have depression and anxiety, and I try to explain to my fa- my parents who are old school, and they're like. Yeah, no, you're just sad. You'll get over it, whatever. And it's just we ignore it so much. And that's when those times happen when really, like, they shouldn't be combined people with something. And and, uh, you know what it is? Therapy is looked at as the devil. 
in our in our it's looked at as a weakness yeah we don't ever like, want to seem weak right it's like oh you need therapy something wrong with you mm-hmm. um i had a therapist before and ain't nothing wrong with me i got no felonies and it's like my brother's got felonies i'm pretty sure they've never been to therapy you know um so i mean have you been through therapy before I had to take it. <laughs> Are you on prescription, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I should be. Uh, oh. I was. <laughs> but then my fucking uh, insurance got all fucked up. Obamacare? Yeah, because I like one year I was making this much, and then the next year I wasn't. So I had this amazing... She wasn't amazing. I had a pretty good psychologist in Beverly Hills, and... She put me on, like, I was doing Lexapro because of my anxiety and stuff like that. And then because, like, what my taxes said my income had changed to, which wasn't even by that much, maybe, like, $2,000, they then kicked me off of it. And then I had to find somebody else. And I couldn't because of where I was at. I'm going to tell you right now. It wasn't good. Was you making, was you doing W-2 or 1099? A W two. I mean, I was just a waitress. Uh, I was though. about to give you a little heads up, like hey, you can manipulate and get on that Medicare. Then all well, no, roads are possible. I'm supposed to be on Medicare, but I just have felt like that's it, comedians' health care. Medicare, <laughs> Medicare. You know, that's our health care right there. Well, you know? so yeah, but the Obamacare thing was awesome because that's I, about to be gone. I felt like yeah, exactly. I I feel like it's really a detriment to to more people than they know. I, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think that it's going to be gone. I think exactly uh, some of the news articles I've been reading, I think Trump is going to make modifications and change the name of it to take some kind of, oh, I fixed but this. But isn't and- that such a, like, I hate saying pussy because vaginas are very strong. We all know that. <laughs> Far stronger than any penis. But it's some pussy very ass Very true. Shit Y'all give birth just, to like yeah, us. But it's some pussy ass shit to just be like, I really can't stand the fact that we had a black president so much that I'm going to say we're repealing this program, but really I'm just making modifications. And then yeah, like, you know, I'm, you know so what? Insecure. That, I'm going to tell you just like this. That's part of the package that comes with this melanin. That's part of like, you know, a lot of white people are getting dreads now and they're just trying to come up with another name for it. Like it's, it's just part of the package. And that's just us being here. Um, I don't want to go too deep into that. Uh, but yeah. And the thing about the mental, mental, I look at it like this, they make it harder for blacks to get guns than mentally ill people. I'm like, well, damn, maybe I should need to act like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go get me a gun permit or something like that, man. Cause it's like when you're, you know, if you got any blemish, first of all, in this state, uh, it is very hard to get your gun permit period. Like you have to have a reason. It ain't got nothing to do with not having no felonies or anything. Like you have to have a reason. Like I'm trying to get people to like make threats to me and send me emails and all that so I can show it to him like yo I need a gun then after that you got to go through like hours of gun training it's like it's more than just the money thing but it is money like the hours of gun training you have to pay for that you know they make it very hard for you to protect yourself here um uh, but, but isn't it sad that that's I I I understand the 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 point of having it but it's sad that that's a way of feeling protected more than just people being more educated and more open and loving to each other you know and and i think one of the things that i mean by that is in terms of mental illness we should be able to address that in a way like to sign something that says that people who are mentally ill are allowed to get guns is ignoring what the struggle in which they're going to like i think me being depressed and having anxiety attacks i don't need a gun because who knows if I have a manic episode and I just like you going through a breakup you know what right I mean? now. Yeah, I'm pop, yeah. Pop, pop. <laughs> what if I just lose my shit? You know, I already broke a window. Who knows what I would fucking do? Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. Before you do that, I'm just gonna come out and say, yo, hit me up and try something new, man. Before you go and start <laughs> shooting up some white boy. You know what I mean? I'm not going to shoot him up. <laughs> I know you all right. For the record, you ain't going to shoot him up. But if you ever thought about that and you stay near West Hollywood, fuck that. Come by my crib, man. I'll make we'll you see, forget about that dude. But that's support. Do you see that? That's just support. What you just did. That yeah, is don't, what we need. Don't, don't, don't do nothing to get. Because first of all, it's a lot of them around that will probably love <laughs> to be with you. Did you create a Bumble account? No. Create a bubble account. I really you will f- don't want an online date. At well, all. I'm just saying before you go do some dumb shit like that, because first of all, if he even get grace, he's like, oh, 
And he gonna call the cops And he be like I think I know who it was Like if you do that With a black dude You know the black dude May not call the cops right away He be like alright I fucked the shit out of her You know what I mean She's going crazy right the now The dick made her crazy Yeah well, I, I don't got a couple of them My dick made like her crazy I feel like the black guy Would get on the phone And just be like Totally talking about his dick Like right. well you know Right This is what my dick is like And Bitch you grazed me Now come over here And stitch this shit up You know what I mean We talk about it Like you just grazed me And all that But they not gonna call the cops right This white boy going Hey Hey I know exactly who it was Courtney Banks Her last four Social security number Is 2181 Yeah I was dating her dude For like Like two three months Can't Please come over here sir Like you going down And they not They gonna do a half ass investigation And be like Hey did you guys date all right, they're going to handcuff you. They don't even know that much information. You're going to be gone. You're going to be oh, gone. I, I, so, I don't want to. I don't. William, if you're listening, I don't want to gun you down. Um, And he was a Marine. So. Oh, you saying the names on here. I might have to edit that. I don't like saying names on here because I don't want no white boy trying to sue me. He and hey, pro- you, no. know, you know, do you know what Courtney did to me, man? Dude, she's in your podcast. Any kind of money you got, your car's mine, man. Like, white oh, boys sue, just man. Be like, incriminating. No, but like, I mean. And she meant Andy William, like William Clinton, like Bill Clinton, like it's a lot of Williams out there. I got like a cousin named William Scott. So we don't know which William she's talking about, William. So, all right, don't try to like, I'm not making no money from this podcast. In fact, I got to pay. All right. So please don't try to sue me because she said your name, man. You know, so (laughs) it is what it is. You can't operate in that fear. Obviously, uh, you say that until you got a white boy with a with a lawyer right next to him with a briefcase. Well, my family and you in front of his uncle. His, so ooh, ooh, fine. what's your family do? My mom worked at the Pentagon for what? forty years, and they made it through nine eleven. And didn't man, I'm gonna man. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to you after this show. I'm really <laughs> enticed after this episode. They're like honestly, this is one of my favorite episodes so far. There's for real, like not like my family's wealthy, but like they definitely have. We, you know, they have good money and there's something about, I I just, I remember, you know, I think that that's a thing with, in terms of power dynamics is, is money. And like to be able to be like, all right, cool. Well, I did that. So, you know, I'll just give you some money for it or fuck off. I don't fucking care because I can sue you. That's, that is a powerful, that's why people get away with foolishness. So you could pop off at a motherfucking get off. On some John Gotti shit. I like that. I, I like that. Teflon Courtney. I like that. I'm just I like trying that. to be here for black people, you know, do some foolishness and be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, so, you know what? I've had so much fun. We got to talk about a little politics, but we talked about so much more um, before that. First of all, because um, we're getting to the point where we're about to wrap it up, I like to say my co-host, uh, of course, he's not here today. Anya Malik, um, he's at the San Manuel Theater, uh, San Manuel Casino right now. Um, but I want to say, y'all make sure y'all go on iTunes and cop his album, Pop Grits. Uh, it's a very funny album. Uh, he didn't send me no dates, but if you go on his Instagram, um, I, at Anya Malik, you'll see where a lot of his uh, shows are posted. Um, make sure you go check him out, man. He's been an awesome co-host for me. Um, he just couldn't make it today. But with you, Courtney Banks, you have a very nice podcast that I've listened to myself. Um, Hot Chicks Are Thank Not you. Funny. Hot Chicks Aren't Funny. Yeah. Where can they find that at? You can find it on iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Just put it on SoundCloud. And I just made an Instagram for it. So you can follow all the updates there at Hot Chicks Aren't Funny. So the Instagram is Hot Chicks Aren't Funny? Mm-hmm. To close out music, yeah. Um, mm. yeah. I have music and I sorry, I'm eating a pretzel. No, it's all good with you eating a pretzel. Um, yeah, so the Instagram hot chicks are not funny, not aren't you? Ain't no, got aren't, yeah. Aren't. Oh, it is aren't mm-hmm. hot, hot chicks, chicks aren't, aren't funny. funny. All right, so you do have the uh apostrophe in there, mm-hmm. um, but there's no apostrophe in there, it's hot chicks are not well, no, aren't, yeah. All right, I did graduate <laughs> high school, okay. Hot chicks aren't funny. Yo, make sure y'all go and check her podcast out. Like, this is only my third episode, which are like damn near 90 episodes deep. Yeah. Yeah, she's 90 but episodes deep. you are deep. a great host. Yo, thank you. I really appreciate that. You did a great job. I No, you, I will tell you, I tell you what, I did not know what I had bargained for <laughs> for this show. Um, You are very welcome to come on here and be a guest host anytime. You know, Anya is making some real money. He's not being able to make it. I will definitely like you on here. 
anyway, yo, this is our joint So Wait What podcast. Hey, we should be on iTunes soon. We should be on iTunes. I just submitted it. I'm waiting for the okay on that. I might have to take all these samples out, but make sure y'all follow the feed on there. Um, Make sure y'all check me out. My website, MichaelAnthonyScott.com. My Facebook, MichaelAnthonyScott. Um, my upcoming dates, I'm about to be at the uh, Comedy Store on the 3rd of March. I'm going to be at the Improv Lab. Um, I believe that's the 6th of March. So uh, make sure y'all go on my website and check out my dates. Uh, once again, this episode three. So wait, what? This episode, we had Courtney Banks and thank you. Thank you. We had a lot of fun. Thank you. This is awesome. We had a lot of fun. All right. Check y'all out next time.